Is that a bang bang? Is that a traditional? Yes, it's easier one because then I, I I have like the thing uh, that I, bang. It's easy to say, bang yeah. bang. <laughs> I, I didn't know how you did the other one. Oh my gosh! We, we are back. Yeah, we are back. Ah, already, already. The Soccer Life Mastery Podcast is continuing. We're on a roll. That's perfect. That's the fourth episode. Mm-hmm. Episode four. Fourth. Can I say fourth? Fourth. That's. I never know how to say. Do you in uh, Brazil? We don't have that sound. No. Do you have no. the the like the roll your R's one? Do you roll your R's? Yeah. Impossible. I can't say it. Oh. Like there's a word like a prima prima squadra. I can't say. Squadra. I yeah. can't. I can't say the. Yeah, we say that in Portuguese as well, but it's a little bit different than Italiano. Bravissimi, yeah. bravo. Because it seems every time you try to speak Italian, it seems you have to do something like. Ma che? Ma che? Oh, why you? Uh, io parlo italiano. Hey. It seems that I'm like literally just yelling. Bravo. I, I do speak Chinese. Ma. <laughs> what don't you do? Such a talented man, I tell you. I don't speak Chinese. Mm. Maybe you have to learn, who knows? Yeah, however, what that means is she Inacio, if that's right. Was that Chinese? I just say, Mandarin. like, my name is Inacio, that's it. In what? In Chinese. Oh, uh, yeah. There you go. The more I, you know. I, I don't know how to order How many food? languages yeah. do you know? I, I do not know any. No, I do speak Portuguese, Spanish, mm-hmm. now English. Yeah. I do speak... Actually, I understand Italian better than I speak. Mm-hmm. Pretty much the same thing with the French. Like, French. Yeah. I understand French, like, pretty much, like, everything. Mm-hmm. I can say, like, a lot of words in French, but, like, I'm, I can communicate myself. I can express myself. Not express myself. I can communicate myself. So, if I, if I have to go to France, I know how to order food. I know how to ask for directions or something like that. And I will understand pretty much everything they're going to say to me. So how do you know so many languages? Uh, I don't know. I, I think I just like it. Yeah? I just like the idea to learn a different language. Mm. You guys in Australia, you guys technically, you don't need to learn any other language. English. Because everyone wants to speak like in English. Yeah. And I was pretty much the same like at school. And well, that oh, I'm getting too, too far away now. Well, that's why like if you speak to anyone in Australia... Like you ask him, do you speak another language? Most of the time, no. Yeah. But if you go to any other like European country, any country, they're like, yeah, I speak like three different languages: so Spanish, English, this and that. But hold on, in Brazil you have no choice. So think about it. Like in Brazil, we are the only one who speak Portuguese. The whole South America speaks Spanish. Mm. So I think that's the reason we kind of learn and understand a way better than them understand mm-hmm. us in Portuguese. Because mm-hmm. like. Why do they want to learn Portuguese? Mm-hmm. Only if they're going to Brazil. Yeah. The whole South America speaks Spanish. Yeah. And we, like in Brazil, in South America, we grow up watching like so many like American movies, like everything yeah. like that. So you're kind of like used to the English sound, but you normally don't speak because we don't have like in the school, like mm-hmm. we have like just like, hey, what is your name? Yeah, just the standard. Things like, yeah. yeah. So what's your favorite color? Wow. You sound so English, American. I know. Can, can you imagine? So, hey, what's up? What's up? What's your favorite color, Kaya? Blue, actually. By the way. I thought it was green. Yeah, yeah. I lied. Oh, no. <gasps> We're going to change it all. We're going to make a big change to the logo. It's going to yeah. be blue. We're going to call it Football Life Mastery. Brings you to another topic. Every TikTok video, <laughs> what's soccer? What's soccer? It's football. Hey, I know. Trust me, I know. But if you ask any Australian, like, football can mean, like, three different sports. Yeah. AFL, Aussie rules football. It could be American football. It yeah. could mean Gaelic football. It could mean... I know I've got friends that say rugby is footy. Well, so, I heard that too. So, well. so if, some, if I say, oh yeah, I do football, they're like, well, what does that mean? There's too many different yeah. sports. So that's, that's why we went for soccer life mastery. But who knows? Maybe I'll be forced to change it to football life mastery. So who knows? I doubt it. Well. 
All right, we're going to rock and roll. So, this whole episode so far has been shambles. But what we do want to talk about is coaches. Yes. In particular, bad coaches. Bad coaches. Yes. Yeah, the coaches that you find kids don't want to go to training. Kids are scared of their coach. Kids don't feel comfortable talking to their coach, um, which is always a sign yeah, there might be something going wrong. Which is, I don't know, mate. So to be honest, like having like a bad coach, it could be bad for you, but not bad for some of the other kids. But in general, it might be like a bad coach. So can I start with my experience mm-hmm. already? Yeah. So I am the person, like as a soccer player or as a video maker or as an employee, if you just come to me, first of all, if you come to me and say, hey, Inacio, we need to talk. May, I literally like, can you say it now? No, yeah, two more. Why two more? Talk to me right now. So in, in a job, I am pretty much like that. As a soccer player, if someone just come to me and say, Hey, Inacio, you did a terrible job. You need to do this, blah, blah, blah. So go there and do it. Trying to motivate motivated me like that, it's not going to work. Right. Not for me. Mm-hmm. Some people like kind of like wanted or mm-hmm. needed that mm-hmm. kind of like, no, that's terrible. Ah! I don't know why someone needs something like that. Yeah. But some of the kids, I know it will kind of work better doing exactly like this. That's not my case. Yeah. And that's not like the way you see the coach being like a good coach or a bad coach. In my opinion, that's a bad coach. So, you, of course, you can go, hey, oh, come on, that's wrong, that's not right. Well, that, that, that's okay. You're telling, telling them that they're doing something wrong. But then, in the meantime, hey, keep your heads up. Let's just try to make better in the next time. That's it. So you kind of like just say, hey, you're wrong. You're doing something wrong. So we need to improve that. Mm. That's fine. So that's something that you kind of like do like alert. Mm. And then you come there to correct them and motivate them. Mm. For sure. And I had that kind of coach. Every single game, I scored two goals. Oh, you're stupid. You should, you're supposed to be scoring four. And I was like, yeah, but I scored two and I gave like two assists. We won like four new. Yeah, but we're supposed to like literally win for six new. And I was like, well, I'm sorry. Yeah, you should be sorry. And I was like, mm. guys, come on. Yeah. Like, hey, how about, hey, thank you so much for the two goals and the two assists you did. You played like a really good. But look, you missed two goals like that you could have scored. Mm. So please, I know you were winning. So the kind of like lack of focus mm. can happen. But mate. Try to get focused one hundred percent the whole game. Yeah, that's good. Mm. You can you can say that too. But like, we need someone like at least like in such a young age, young age. If you want to keep like your kids training with you all the time, you need to be like a really good coach. Because technically, they're gonna they're gonna literally do everything you wanted. And to make them happy, you make you you have to have like a really nice session, like a fun session, mm. like a smart session. Or something they know they're help, helping you or helping the team or helping themselves mm. or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. So, yeah. No, no. So, I, like, I, like what you touched on, I think it's about tonality. It's about how you get the message across. Because like you yeah. said, yeah, if someone's doing something wrong, yeah, we're here to teach them. We're here to coach them. We're here to exactly. help them. That's so, a purpose. So, like, of course, you're not tr- we're not saying not to do that. But it's the, how you said, the, the way it's, the message is, is going to cross. And I agree to an extent, like, 
especially senior level, yeah, of course. The coach, each player will respond, respond differently. Yeah, growth parts already. Yeah. So. But if we're talking about kids, like you see young age level, like even I've seen six year olds, seven year olds, but even 12, 13, 14, especially that age, it's like, yes, we want to coach them, but we're not trying to make them be scared of coming to training. We're not trying to make them scared of being there on game day, yeah. of making a mistake. I know too many kids who are scared of losing the ball, and that's their main focus. Their focus is, I've got the ball, how do I not lose it? Yeah, Rather exactly. than going, cool, I've got the ball, how can I be productive for the team? How can I do something good? Yeah. It's not like, oh, I've got the ball, I don't want to lose it. If I lose it, I'm going to get screamed at. I'm going to exactly. get murdered. The coach is going to get mad at me. So I need to make like everything better for him. No, technically it's not like that. So you need to do it. Look, that's the reason why you need to be like really good at the training session as well. To know how to deal with that kind of situation. Because I saw like plenty of kids afraid of their coaches. Like every single thing they do, good or bad, they do it and they look immediately oh. to the coach. Like That's like, how I know. Like, come on. Because obviously we're in academy, so we get kids who play club. Yeah. And you can tell those kinds of players, as soon as they make a mistake, they look at me. I'm like, what are you looking at me for? Go play. Yeah. And they're like, okay. And it's just such a bad sign, because not just for football, but for life. Exactly. Where you're, you're, you're scared of authority. You, you don't want to you know, have even conversation or, you know, how kids get like, don't talk back, don't do this, blah, blah, blah. When in reality, in life, if something's wrong, you have to speak up. If, yeah. if you don't agree with something, yeah, speak up. Speak your truth or speak... And if, you're going to you make problem. some mistakes. Like Everyone not does. one, like plenty. Professionals, what do and you mean? technically, that's the way you learn, right? Mm. So... Mm. You, you don't need to be afraid to make a mistake. That's totally fine. As a kid, you're so allowed to make some mistakes. Mm. As an adult, yeah, you're allowed to make mistakes too. Less, yes. Mm. Because we are talking then like a professional or something yeah. like that. But like, when you're still kid, and for, in my opinion, like between 10 and 14 is the, the, the age that you need to be more like, you, you need to pay more attention mm. to it. Because that's the trans- transition you're going to make the kids give up mm. or just keep going. Mm-hmm. So, like, when they are kids, like, sometimes, like, they go to the training session because the parents want it. Yeah. And then they start to like it, and then they, they keep it. But then 10 and 14 mm. is the time when the kid, if they don't like the coach or the way the training is conducted, they're going to come to your, the parents and say, hey, mm. I'm done. Yeah. I don't want to do it anymore. And the parents go, oh, fair enough. Yeah. And, and that's, that's the problem where so many players... In, now we're talking in terms of football, like Australian football culture, where we lose so many plays because of kids, they're not enjoying it anymore. Yeah. They, they're getting destroyed in terms of emotionally. They're getting verbally abused. If, like Some of the stuff that happens at training sessions isn't allowed at a workplace. So how can you not allow it at a workplace but allow kids to get verbally abused? Yeah. That's what it is. Like if you made a mistake or if somebody at work made a mistake and their, their, their boss screams at them the way coaches scream at kids. Work health safety, whatever. You're here to see you later. Boss is gone. Yeah, exactly. There's a suit. There's everything is disaster. But we let, get, we, get, we let kids get in such an impressionable age when they're teenagers, kids, where they look up to authority, their brain's still developing, their whole personality is getting formed, and they constantly get chucked in environments where they're getting battered verbally. They're, 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 the self-esteem just drops. And, and you can see the difference between the players who do have that type of coach and they're more timid, they're more scared of losing the ball, they're not so expressive when they have the ball, they just want to control quickly pass and they don't want to, they don't want to have the ball at their feet. Yeah. And then those other players who are more comfortable, they have the ball, they can do what they want, they're very expressive and you can, okay, 
from what I see, that he's had a coach that allowed him to have the ball, allowed him to make mistakes and have the freedom. Versus the other kids who don't even like some of them look like they don't want to even have the ball, <laughs> and that's football. You're meant to have the ball, but so that's that's a problem. Why we say not just for their mental health, but if you have a kid who's scared of having the ball on game day, you're one man down. And how is that helping you as a coach? So yeah, it's it's something that because yeah, having that kind of kid, you guys need to understand that as a coach. If you have that kind of kid coming like from a different club, he's not going to be productive for you. Every single time he has the ball, he might going to lose it because he's so afraid to lose the ball that he might going to lose it. You may, when you're scared, you can't. Because like you're scared, like, what are you going to do? And maybe you're going to kick the ball out. So maybe you're not going to lose the ball like there, but you're going to kick without any kind of like. You're not going to help your team. And when you're talking about helping your team, helping like everyone to grow together. Because can you imagine if you're a midfielder and then there's a striker there, you receive the ball. You're supposed to literally find space to, to pass the ball to the striker or maybe just be like the whole play. But you're afraid to have the ball with you. So what do you do? You just kick. So the striker's not going to touch the ball. It's not going to do anything. Mm. And then once you have that ball, you just kick. What are you going to do? Pointless. That's the difference between like a really nice like player as well. When you, when you see the player stopping the ball, keeping the heads up because they know they're confident. So they know what to do because normally their coaches just say, hey, have the freedom to do whatever you want. If you made a mistake, come back to help the mm. team. Just be a defender. Just yeah. come back, do something. But if you lose the ball like that, that's fine. As a coach, I'm so keen to have a kid just losing the ball, trying to do something mm. instead of just being afraid and oh, let me just pass the ball like that or just kick the ball from here or something like that. I would much rather a kid to, it's happened recently in football, I'd much rather a kid to control the ball Try to do something productive and yeah. then lose it rather than either getting the ball, kicking it away straight away Fair to enough. nobody or, you know, being freaking out, hiding behind a defender because they don't even want to yeah, get the ball. Yeah. That's another thing. They, they don't get into a position to receive the ball because they don't want it in the first place. Yeah. So this stems from kids developing fear playing football. The kids. <laughs> the kids. We want them to go out and be physically active. We want them to enjoy it because if yeah. they don't enjoy it, what, do you think they're going to go pro? Do you think they're going to last 15, 20 years yeah, playing football? Of course not. And the, the more fear that they have, the more times they're hiding from the yeah. ball, meaning the less time they get the ball, meaning the less time they're improving. Because if you don't have the ball, how are you going to improve? Yeah. So this whole style of this coaching where you, it's so aggressive, so much... It's like socially shaming kids. They make a mistake, they get pointed out, they get shouted out saying, why'd you do this, blah, 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 you should have done that. Yeah. How do you learn? You make a mistake. Yeah. Okay, cool, fair <laughs> enough. I understand that because you've explained it to me, coach. Now I'll put it into practice. And they might not get it straight away. If I give you some crazy maths algebra question, you're not going to get it straight away. So it's the same thing. Cool. Yes, kid does something wrong. Yeah. First, can we try to teach him a concept and make him understand what could he do instead and let him try that? Because we go for steps. Yeah. Even since you cannot skip instead. We're not going from uh, bloody... Cove to Barcelona <laughs> in one session. Definitely not. No, we're trying to, you know, push them and guide them along this journey for them to understand football yeah. in, in their own way. One of the things that it's really important, you're allowed to be afraid when you play. Hmm. Yes, you're allowed. There's some, like, specific times in the game that sometimes, like, the only thing you have to do is just kick the ball out. Can you imagine one minute to finish the whole game, you're winning, and then, like, Last chance they have like a corner kick, 
they will come to you. You're desperate because they need to score a goal and you just want to get rid of the ball. One minute to finish, then kind of you're allowed to be afraid and just kick the ball and then that's just positioning again. Because then if you're too confident and try to dribble down there, then we might going to get in trouble as well. Yeah. So technically, they sometimes it's, you're allowed to be afraid. But like there's some specific time that you can do it. But even then, I would say it's not about being afraid. It's about, okay, smart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, cool. yeah. I got I, the ball. I, well, I, say, yeah. I know there's, I'm in a dangerous spot. Yeah. There's only a minute to go. I'm going to comfortably make the correct decision, which is maybe kick the ball away, keep it away from our goals. Yeah. So it's like, can we get the... And of course, yes, we're all going to have fear. We're all getting nervous. doesn't matter who we are and what profession. And, and that's, the, that's the thing that just makes me like love soccer. That kind of like adrenaline we have before the game start, yeah. or like when we score a goal, when they score a goal, what are you going to do? How are you going to deal with? So I love it. That's yeah. the thing that I love the most as a soccer, like as a soccer player or a soccer coach. That's oh, motivates 100%. me. I, I can't wait for the, the yeah. Premier Academy League. But um, yeah, so I, for me, there has to be some sort of change, and that's why we speak so much about this uh, with the videos we do, we with the captions I do. We're about cool. As an academy, can we make sure that they're enjoying the process of becoming a better footballer? Yeah. It's not just, can we have fun? No, because we're here to improve you. And it's not just, can we improve you and, and make your life miserable? Because yes, <laughs> I, I will. I can get, you can get results out of a kid, scream yeah. at him saying, this is what you should do right now. But the long-term effect, no good. So yeah, yeah I've seen coaches who get massive, like great results. They win games. But you see the kids... And they're scared of the coach. Yeah. They do the right thing because otherwise they're going to get destroyed. But then they go to a different coach who might have a different playing style. And now that kid doesn't know what to do because he only knows when the kid, the coach screams at him. Yeah. And so it's like, can we make these plays as good as possible but let them have the creativity. Let them be fluid. Let's not scream at them, make them robot, make them all rigid. Yeah. Let them have a bit of freedom. Yes, guide them and make them sure, make sure they understand simple concepts. Cool, if your teammate's got the ball, where can you go to help? Yeah. If you lose the ball, what should you do? If you get the ball with the space in front of you, what can you do? All these basic concepts that are universal. Yeah. But yeah. Then it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> then, yeah, of course. But still, we're not screaming at them, man. Yeah, we're not yelling not. at them. Definitely not. Yes, you can speak loudly and yell, but what, it's the way yeah, you do it. Exactly. It's not you, shaming. You're not going to be rude. You're going to, hey! Stand up! Like, keep your hands up! Good job! You know what I mean? So you kind of can literally say, Hey, stand up! Quickly! Do it! Well done! Good job! Keep coming back! So it's kind of like a process that you can kind of say something that, Hey, I'm not happy with this. Mm. Like, really loud. Yeah. But at the same time, as soon as you do it, Well done! Keep going! Move on! Let's, let's do it! It's 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 not, so, it's not about the shouting. It's the social shaming. It's the abuse. Yes, exactly. Abusive. How can we allow abuse in youth football and not allow it in the workplace? It's it's, it's simple as that. It's funny because here in Adelaide or even like in Melbourne, I saw plenty of coaches just like literally the kid just made one mistake. No, that's not good. Come stop. <laughs> like. Mm. So you kind of expose the kid like so hard. He made a mistake. Everyone saw that. Mm. And then you kind of like, no, sub, hey, referee, sub, sub, sub. Traumatized. Like, as soon as it happened. So, and the, you see the kid like, oh, sorry, coach. Yeah, you should. Come on. <laughs> it, it's, it, and people don't understand, like, those moments 
scar kids forever. And that's why everybody's got everyone's got baggage and trauma and yeah, things like yeah, that. And yeah. we want to minimize that. Because we've all I've had a bad coach or not. He was a great coach in terms of yeah. knowledge, great coach in terms of uh, getting results, but it, you hated it. You petrified. You come. You don't want to go to training when you're there. You 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 crapping yourself, so to speak. You're, you're so scared, um, and you, you lose the love for the game, yeah. and you, and you're just there for the sake of being there. That's the only thing we don't want to make the kids lose, which is something that we have the passion of playing futsal, soccer, or whatever. Every kind of sport. We're talking about like every kind of sport. Mm. Specifically, like we're talking about like soccer here. Yeah. Like every kind of coach. If you just make the kid just get afraid of doing it, that kid's not going to do anything anymore. Mm. Like they, they literally get how is it, frightening? No, like, scared, fearful, scared, yeah. uh, afraid. Yeah. They're definitely going to be afraid. I don't want to do this anymore. Like it's so much like pressure. Has some pressures. Yeah. But like, That sort of pressure that the coach puts on you, on you, that's not right at all. I don't think, like, that's my opinion. Mm. Don't, guys, don't forget, that's our opinion. Our opinion, <laughs> yeah. 100%. Every, every coach has got a different style, yeah. but we like to start expressing that there can be long-term effects. And I've spoken to many, many people in the same yeah. boat with the things that we spoke about uh, just previously. And we even have parents saying, you know, They're, they're lacking confidence now, which is breeding into their school, their, 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 their social life and their school life, which is cool. We want football to help their life. We want to build their confidence, make them confident people, build their self-esteem. But then we're letting these players go to sport. They're getting their self-esteem destroyed. They're scared of authority. They don't want to then speak up for themselves in maybe other situations, which is actually dangerous as well. If, you, if, if kids go, okay, if I speak up, I'm going to be getting screamed or, sh or shouted out, which is very dangerous in terms of other areas of life. Um, so, look, what we like to say is, cool, can we improve the players while ensuring they're enjoying the process? Yes, there's going to be sometimes kids get rowdy, kids get crazy. <laughs> Perfect. You can implement consequences. Yeah, we like to exactly, use push-ups. Exactly. Push-ups is a good one. And it's not scream out and say, do the push-ups or get the hell out of it. It's cool. You, might, you, you, yeah. you were being silly. 10 push-ups, no worries. Next time. And then they're not, they're not going to want to do it anymore. Um, so, yes, there's times and places that have consequences. Because in football, you make a mistake. What happens? They might score. There's a consequence. But there shouldn't be social shaming. There shouldn't be abuse. Yeah. And that's the main thing I'm trying to get across. If there is a coach abusing children, that should be reported. It shouldn't happen. There should yeah. be more emphasis in coaching licenses and qualifications where if there is children getting abused by a coach, they have to get fired. And yes, I know people are against this and some people think, you know, those hard coaches are, are, are good for them. I even have like older parents who are 30, 40, used to play soccer. So I've been coached like that. I've turned out all right. Have you? You sure? <laughs> maybe. I don't well, know. Maybe Possibly. Yeah. yeah, maybe you're fine. But I would, I would say... Take a moment to really look back and say, is that beneficial for me? Yeah. Yes, it hardened me up, but there's better ways to do that. Yes, um, so we like to say, cool, can we start trying to change this whole idea of abuse? That's kind of my final thing. That's perfect. That's perfect. And that's the reason we have plenty of courses that we need to keep updating ourselves like mm -hmm. all the time, doing the courses and learn more about it and to understand like, okay, so that age... 
it's doing this right now because mm -hmm. we, we need to have that kind of update all the time mm -hmm. right so we have like the way we training we have the way we already know but every single time there's a kind of like update in so society yep. like so we they keep changing all the time so we need to know how to deal with it. and that's one of the things that with soccer life mastery you're gonna have it coaches that have like update certificates mm. and we're gonna like all the time keep improving ourselves as well but that's our thoughts that's the way we run things you know what i mean kyle is there like for a reason he's a real like smart kid and well it, it's easy when you have like someone working with you that has every kind of like certificate and then when you go out there you know like okay that specific age just change it's not like the old coaches would all say, hey, that's all it worked for me like on the 70s. Well, maybe. But in the 70s, there's also a lot of things that yeah, are exactly, no longer allowed exactly. in terms of political, uh, you know, correctness. So, yeah, that's the reason I'm telling you. Like, every single time you, you run in the session, you might have some changes. So you need to keep yourself updated all the time. Every time we run a session, it's cool. Can we evaluate the session? What went wrong? How can we improve it? Not only in terms of the, the player management, but in terms of, okay, was the session good in terms of development? And yeah. those are two things. Some coaches are very good at development, but they're bad at managing players' emotions and things like that. Then there's some other people who just let them have fun, and you look at their sessions and go, "Who's getting? Who's improving there? <laughs> Your kids are just ba you're just babysitting them." Yeah. A message to the coaches out there: Please reevaluate if your style of coaching is having an effect on children's well health, well being. Mental health is a very big thing. It's becoming more and more prominent, and people are becoming aware of it. It's a real thing. It has long-term effects. The the shouting and the shaming, the the social embarrassment some of these kids get when you yeah. abuse them in front of everybody, that lasts, and that goes into their school life, and that goes into their life, uh, their work life when they're older. That confidence when you're that at that age, that's when your personality is formed, and we got to be as coaches, helping them become better people, making them, giving them the tools to succeed not tools to fail. We want to help their personality be have uh, confidence, self-esteem, have the energy of, of passion for life, for football. We have the ability to crush that because they love soccer, they love football. We're in the authority, uh, we're in their authority figure. We, let, we dictate whether they play or not play. We have all the power. So we have to be careful with that power. We can't abuse that power. We have to be careful with how we go about things. There should be much more qualifications in terms of this because it's impacting the next generation of, of kids. Um, so yes, please, as coaches, reevaluate the way you're coaching and really see if you're having a bad, a negative or a positive impact on those players. That's all I've got to say. <laughs> No, that was all good. That was perfect. And yeah. look, I don't have nothing else to say. That, yeah. I think that was impressive. Yeah. That's exactly what I think as well. And yeah, please, no. if you have that kind of coach, tell your mom or dad you're having that issue as well because they might going to be able to see what's going on. And if your parents do agree with that, then fair enough. If they agree, they agree. And that's uh, and everybody's different. it's up to you decide like how you're going to do it. And if you do have age enough to mm -hmm. decide as well. Yeah, and that's, that's the problem. And so yeah. I think we'll also get into how to speak to abusive coaches and things like that. I've done an episode on that previously, but we're going to update that with a, with a new uh, And episode. we're going to bring one of those coaches. No, I'm kidding. We're yeah, not. yeah, I'm kidding. yeah. Yeah, come on, keep yeah. Come on, yeah. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. Just so, yeah. Um, 
like we say at our academy, we like to make sure our players are enjoying the process of becoming a better footballer. We want to make sure that they have a their coaches uh, portraying themselves in a way that the players can talk to them, have an open conversation with them. Whether they have a problem with the coach, it should be completely open. They should never be scared to talk to the coach or anyone else. And that's kind of the environment we're trying to have at Soccer Life Mastery and what we're trying to do for the community of football in general. Perfect. Oh my no gosh, I think that's it. I the think that's longest it for episode the yet. The longest yeah, episode. the longest one. <laughs> but no worries. Thank awesome. you very much. Thank you so much, guys, for being with us. I really appreciate it. Until the next one. Until See next ya. time. Cheers.